listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Black lip bastard, actual natural disaster. I did a song about DMT. Soldier Boy did one right after. Three eyes. These guys ain't seeing me. No radio showed up over BOB. GOD. MC. I'm the devil with angel wings. Pallet talk currency so stole the show burglary so i love the flow that i got more open condoms and condors so open bottles of mo wet with white girls out and eugene who used to hose on the three-way when call them i mean now we take them out to the movies and now we just do it our way she driving stick in the driveway just popped up molly with molly shooting shrooms every blue moon hey welcome to the blackout tips podcast your host rod and Karen. hundred million trillion mother fucking rex nigga pino greasy yoda lena going back nigga uh anyway so loud. <laughs> that's unnecessary been a legend since elementary hey yo pino tell these niggas i ain't no joke anyway uh welcome to the blackout to the feedback show <laughs> um it's time to do uh what we do every saturday that's just mm-hmm. listen to you guys tell us what you thought about what we thought about the things that we talked about uh it's not as complicated as it sounds uh but it is fun as always you can do stuff like leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher and we'll read them on the show um you can uh just make sure they're five stars and they're nice if they're not nice or they're not five stars you won't read them uh you can also go to the blackoutips.com leave comments there vote in the polls um leave comments on your votes in the polls you can uh leave us voicemails that are three minutes or less at 704-557-0186 uh you can also um donate to the show um email us uh i mean what else i I don't even know what else to tell you guys you there's so many ways to get in contact with us and i feel like you guys are taking full advantage of it so you know without further delay i say we get right into the feedback that you guys left for us oh and then you know program alert this week will the the week will probably only be three shows mm-hmm. uh and then wednesday for premium people we will be doing balls deep with justin mm-hmm. so <clears throat> so we'll probably have to do review walking dead like tuesday, tuesday. this week or mm-hmm. something so we'll we'll let you guys know as more develops on that front but just keep a heads up because i don't want a whole lot of questions asked listen to the show and i'll be able to tell who on twitter asks questions without listening to the show because uh there's quite a lot of you that do that shit uh <laughs> anyway uh let's talk about the people that donated I dedicate this to, to recession depression why would you give a shout out to recession depression and unemployment i mean do they really need more shout outs i know they don't they get enough of them i give a shout out to alcoholism racism and homophobia today's a new day today's a new day hey it's a new day we got some new money shout out to rosalie v rosalie v recurring donator thank you very much dana w recurring donator erica m recurring donator wonga all the way from australia put another shrimp on the barbie mate I don't think all those places go together. <laughs> then go ate my baby. There you go. Uh, Jennifer OZ, 40 ounces of love from Jennifer. Thank you very much. Alexis H, recurring donator. Corey Deticula, recurring donator. You guys 
know him on twitter as uh that freaky dude okay oh lord uh <laughs> i can't tell who that one's from all right tabitha m recurring donator maxi g is a brand new recurring donator welcome to the new members class mm-hmm. conrad will be right on over to get you signed up brina h recurring donator chris in hawaii recurring donator we all know him mm-hmm. maurice november recurring donator david s recurring donator thank you very much david film press comics get all your comics from film press thank you very much all of them anthony van d recurring donator thank you anthony pete b recurring donator uh renate m recurring donator olivia who you guys all know is film underscore esquire on twitter she's a recurring donator oh and the other donation was from of course conrad l first official recurring first time donator of the show mm-hmm Lay me out, Kirk, and uh, the Kirk X. The Holy Ghost power. Like a shower. How much school do you have to go to to do what Kirk does? Because all it seems like he does is they play the song, he just shows up and be like, oh, come on now. <laughs> he the talent. What we talking about here? I smile. That's right now. <laughs> oh you smiling don't give up i mean anybody can do this <laughs> yeah because a, a, a lot of a lot of his music is an original it's like stuff other people made that he kind of talks r- over yeah it's like puff daddy the puff daddy r- of gospels correct how do you get paid for that hmm, somebody pay you see get paid new, puff daddy give me a new revenue stream start getting these black gospel songs and talking all over them uh <laughs> you to do it right then what is there a way to is it a bad way to do it i mean yes it is let me see let me try this let's see Diary did a remix of that drake song i dedicate this to alcoholism this one got too much humming they already do i'm talking to you Oh, they already doing it for me. I don't, yeah, I, don't, no, I don't like these said, No, that's the wrong kind right no. there. Mm. Sorry, man. I do the talking on these. <laughs> you ain't picking the right gospel song. I just picked black gospel music. And that's what came up. I didn't know. <laughs> you picked Bleak. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what was going to happen. I know all these niggas talk over their songs. Damn. Leave some room for me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> all of them don't, but you I won't get my talk on. What, else? what about, uh, nah, he probably talked. They probably talk. I guess that's the thing. You gotta do an intro to free, everyone. Free from my past. Get free, free y'all. Free ninety nine. <laughs> Buy one, get one free. Free your mind, and the rest will follow. This dick ain't free. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I could do this. Yeah, me and Kirk, I'm about to get this money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Now I know the plan. Uh, all right. Let's, uh, I know them people that be, <laughs> I know, I know them people in them groups be mad as shit at Kirk after that album go platinum and they get like ah! 10 cents. Right. For album. Boy, you better eat that fish plate. Like, Kirk, come on, man. I did all the singing. <laughs> you see the you see what that says? Kirk Franklin and God's property. Okay. 
now you See, are God's property finally left the building you are the property okay i'm the god in this now give oh, me all Lord. the money and close and lock the door you come out you knock for you come in here don't know what i'm doing in here with the lights off get out of here oh lord <laughs> all right we got uh, five star reviews uh, uh itunes and stitcher uh we'll start the itunes ones <clears throat> natasha matumbo says five stars the opinions on your on your show is something i truly love and respect well thank you natasha we truly love and respect your five stars awesome podcast by sugar rum 20 who says very entertaining my husband told me to listen to this podcast about a year ago i'm glad i actually listened to him (laughs) (laughs) say for once did you listen to rod and karen has become a question we ask each other every lunch break keep up the great work as always thank you both for my weekly dose of laughter oh you're welcome keeping this love keeping this love together Mm -mm -mm. ain't that beautiful Mm -hmm. why don't you listen to rod and karen five stars by frank smith one seriously funny podcast insightful looks into the daily news with humor that will keep you rolling on your office floor i don't know how i feel on my days without their tour de force podcast we're two of the force karen that de force we are with you uh come for the fun stay for karen's laugh ha ha they write thank you i think we also got one from canada this week mm-hmm. all right so i i gotta look that one up give me a second though let me play a song uh while i look this up so that we can um uh so we can do this um uh, how about um what have i been jamming to lately oh can't go wrong with this yeah baby hey I, I want you to be mine again baby Hey, I know the lifestyle is driving you crazy. Hey, I cannot see myself without you. We call the face on you. We know we do. I go out of my way to see you. I go out of my way to see you. And I want you to be mine again, baby. Hey, I know my lifestyle is driving you crazy. Hey, but I cannot see myself without you. All a nigga know was getting. Yeah, I ain't chasing no pussy, girl. I'm talking about the digits. Big bank rolls in my pockets, all fifties. Cut the little check, then I showed you I could triple it. Baby, Baby it's you. Only one you. I don't give a fuck who can't tax in my face. She don't give a fuck who's still looking too good. Get you fucked up sight. I'm trying to finish this, what I started with. I'm trying to spend it all who I got it with. Hey, she my trap queen, let her hit the band, though. Hey, we be coming up, watch her for the band, go. Hey, hey. Hey, married to the money, I ain't never let go. Hey, baby, you walk from the window. Hey, all right, I got it. Um, so Canada, we actually got three new reviews. Woo-hoo! Yeah, we had we hadn't had a new one since March, and then uh, boom, suddenly we got these, right? Um, so Sith Lord O three says new part of my weekly listening 
i heard about you guys on from the evening jones i finally listened and i'm very much regretting not doing so sooner you tackle serious issues with the right balance of respect and levity love it thank you we appreciate you mm-hmm. nervel says highlight of my day five stars i'm a new fan of the black guy tips and have been listening for the past few months i didn't realize how connected i became to this show until stitcher didn't post a daily episode at its usual at its usual time and i found myself genuinely in my feelings haha <laughs> <laughs> it's also about the time that i wrote a review as karen makes such a great case about why sharing the love online helps people find the show mm-hmm. i can't remember exactly how i came to listening to the show but i look forward to the my daily dose of ride of karen they join me when i run and when i'm in the office and when i'm on the train and best of all they are with me when men try to start bothering me on the street and i just shake my head like i can't understand what they're saying with my headphones in oh cool i'm glad we can we can do that for you nervous uh as a canadian i appreciate the nuance and levity they bring to topics affecting their lives and the lives of their fellow americans while also indulging my petty side well you know we have to you got to feed all the all the troughs mm-hmm good balance as as a fellow nerd it's nice to listen to a couple that supports each other in nerd activities and celebrates each other's traits karen's laugh takes me out every time to ride and karen i say thank you and i look forward to adding the blackout tips subscription to my monthly budget once the canadian dollar is worth a damn again (laughs) now i got a reason to root for international diplomacy with these dollars Mm -hmm. oj ocj uh the third says okay karen five stars I am another one who was writing because Karen called us out. Love the show. I have been pressing it on people who need a fresh dose of the real. Thanks, uh, thanks for being uh, super funny and progressive at the same time. You guys rule. Come visit Nova Scotia. Odysseus Catfish Jenkins the third. Oh. Well, thank you, Odysseus Catfish Jenkins the third. We, we appreciate you. Quebec. That's about as far as I've been. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as soon as y'all get some sun up there, you know. <laughs> we we definitely in the summertime. We ain't coming when it's cold. Yeah, from the south. What's that? Needs to be warm. Yep. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, we appreciate y'all leaving those reviews. Thank you, Canadians. Y'all came through. What's up with the rest of y'all countries? Huh? Mm-hmm. Y'all gonna let Canada show y'all up like I this? Do y'all? Wow. Real. I'm looking at you, Britain. <laughs> right. I'm looking at you, United Kingdom. What's going on over there? Mexico, South Africa. I know you niggas listen i see the map right i have a map of where y'all listen it's we all do. over the world we're not just we we bigger than just the united states we really are brazil come on man as much as i support your porn industry y'all can't even leave me <laughs> some five-star reviews really brazil <laughs> we know it's probably folks that we see them i think people in china we see y'all listening well they not supposed to don't, y'all don't leave no reviews okay china y'all have a pass i don't want nobody dying because they left me a review y'all not supposed to be listening to this oh my bad my bad oh yeah that's right and then some uh places over there uh will you click on no none of them you can't even leave a review you click on it but like play that's it no reviews yeah north korea y'all cool too yeah yeah we, we, we'll get y'all a pass no need to don't don't die i don't want nobody's family getting kidnapped <laughs> nope fucking with the podcast um nope but everybody else we see y'all stitcher we got some five-star reviews lucked out says found uh, fr- a fresh and genuine perspective found this podcast by a recommendation on twitter on their coverage of fear of the walking dead i still listen to other the walking dead podcasts but their negativity had me looking for something new right this is a pov i hadn't even thought to look for and i'm so glad i can enjoy everything else too every section is hilarious and insightful this married duo puts out quantity of high po- quality with an episode practically every day i can only imagine they do it by being genuine without any spin and quick-witted 
to make technical difficulties another laugh of the show there is so much depth in their discussion that it gets me thinking while laughing who knew that swords are such an unregulated hidden danger i know Mm -hmm. shout out to all the people that keep sending me these fucking links to to (laughs) the goddamn biggest sword stories of the day i know i told you not the other way around like look rod you were right i know i'm right i read a sword story every fucking day of course i'm right you you don't need to send me the link send it to the people that's denying it send it to all these people in the nra and shit be like what's wrong with y'all your friends you know got swords yeah send it to me let's send that shit to comic con they selling swords for free you don't need nothing <laughs> Just let people have swords <clears throat> sorry five stars k underscore d says tbgwt is a gateway podcast drugs drug okay hey man don't you want to be with the cool kids you know what i'm saying smoke a little black guy who tips you know what you uptight nerd <laughs> we could just start it down that path come on now and why you you know since you're doing this with us why don't you try a little twill you know won't hurt nobody Mm-mm. don't tell you you don't, shh, you don't gotta tell your parents Mm-mm. come on in the bathroom and listen to black guy who tip with us Mm-mm. and then we'll skip class and go listen to the evening jones come on <laughs> smoke a little send the check <laughs> don't you want to do some movie trailer reviews with us <laughs> get high with us uh <laughs> <laughs> i've been a fan of the show for over a year i have to say that this podcast is my gateway podcast drug thanks to you all and how you guys support your own i found so many great podcasts to accompany listening to you Rod, you be preaching the common sense gospel with all the crazy stuff we see for black people in this media around the world and everything it seems like we're trying to keep from to keep to laugh to keep from crying it does feel that way a lot of times mm-hmm. um that brings me to karen mm-hmm. your energy and input is like food to the soul when you start going in on the subject your passion always comes out it's wonderful and please don't change it i wish you all and the show the best and looking forward to where the, the blackout tips empire goes kd thanks kd thank you appreciate you and nikki b91 says five stars entertaining I listen to this show, I listen to this show basically every day at work. Well, thank you, Nikki B, and glad we can help you get through whatever it is you do for a living in the mundane world. I know. Yes, we we thank you, and uh, y'all know Thanksgiving coming up, and I know a lot of people out there are thankful for us. Mm -hmm. I'm going to keep plotting, and I'm going to keep scheming, and I'm going to keep asking until we get all the reviews. We see the numbers, and our our reviews don't match our listeners, so we know it's a lot of y'all still out there hemming and hawing and and taking us on all these trips across the country and all over the world and up and down on the mountains or wherever else you take us. Mm -hmm. I see you. Y'all not going to do us like Patty LaBelle did that pie that pie dude uh, come on now you ain't taking us for granted ain't that the truth and act <clears throat> and, and act like uh uh we was uh doing uh well without y'all right selling a pie per second this weekend talking about i was doing all right yeah girl mm, you don't get the fuck out of here because mm-hmm. the thing is is uh we are thankful for you guys and if you know we need you guys to listen to spread the word because without that it's hard to grow here is uh episode 1073 let's read the comments on the website uh we got three anime sparkster says i love how mr anonymous caller oh yeah that dude forgot to call me this week what happened mike sean michael jim buddy jonathan 
I guess he forgot about me. Oh well. Yeah. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. Got to, got to take time yeah. off. Got to take a week off. I love how Mister Anonymous caller can call you out about not having anything to say about black on black violence. Not that you have to defend yourself, but dude clearly hasn't been listening for very long. I remember when you were holding back tears talking about the murder of Hadea Pendleton, a name that has that this fuck face and his ilk probably don't even remember, and the plight of inner city uh, violence in Chicago. They don't know your work, son. But whatever, he just wants uh to use this show as a platform to speak his horse shit. Yeah, basically, man. I like I didn't feel like I had to equip myself and I can just laugh at that shit cuz it's stupid. Like who do you why do how do how can I possibly care this much about black people and then think that I don't care about black on black crime? That's just that like that's just a it's it's like he just looked at a cliche like what's some cliche shit i can say and hope that i can make them mad it's like i'm i don't get mad at shit like that because it's nothing it's not infuriating it's it's just a lie like oh y'all don't care about black on black crime because i didn't name this one person this week you know y'all spoke about all this other shit it's like well i'm sorry i can't get to everything right but even then to to insinuate we don't care or i don't care because he always addresses me for some point oh yeah I, i don't matter yeah so it's just you know it's just we just all laughing at his pathetic tiny penis and it's just what it's gonna be it's every week so um <clears throat> that's if i decide to play it some weeks i'm just not even gonna play it because he gets he gets mad about that too he think he reverse psychology me <laughs> don't play it then on the black lives matter hi this is michael i have a this is um michael um michael is your first name um sir yes this is um michael and i have a question about the black lives matter um first of all what about the kids in chicago hmm what battle han shot first <laughs> yes he did uh bamo 73 says first of all let me use the greeting that our lord and savior taught us fuck your fluidity <laughs> <laughs> yeah everybody's been saying it on twitter and shit and this has been hilarious to which you which you should respond because fluidity is sexy and should be fucked mm-hmm I think he wants some my uh gender fluid on his face i think that's what it is does this guy know that the only people that consistently talk about black on black crime and inner city gang violence are the same people that are concerned about black lives matter they are the only people who genuinely care about the issue right come on now the only everybody else that brings it up also just happens to not be doing anything else in it and they only bring it up when black people are talking about racism Mm -hmm. what is that shit also i'm pretty tired of this ridiculous response to black lives matter the two are separate but somewhat related issues one deals with safety in the community other deals with preventing violence from the state the main difference between the two is that the perpetrators of gang violence when caught are hit with the full force and rule of the law while the police that gun down unarmed black men and women may or may not be charged or even lose their jobs even when there is overwhelming evidence to support conviction as far as americans perceptions go in the first instance the perpetrators are animals that should be locked away in cages and in the second the victims are animals anyway and deserve to be put down a meal yeah i'll go so far as to say the issues are connected to me but not in the way that these people keep trying to connect them right um crime wouldn't be as big in our community if police were policing our communities the way that they police white communities come on now where they where they come in with some respect you know what i mean like when they come in to try to help the community uh itself not to treat it as if it's some sort of a prison camp and i think because of that mentality that's where you get a lot of this ingrained hatred and the worthlessness of black life and the subconscious uh thought that 
yeah of course i can kill a, a nigga because i'm not going to jail for long it's Come like on. i can kill a black person i'll be out of jail in a, in a in a year or two like i like you know what i mean i can catch a body and be out in five to ten but it, you know it it, it, it it's the opposite way around like if you shoot a police officer your ass going to get the life in prison or death penalty like you you go shoot some random white person you're going to life in prison or the death penalty so yeah it's you know it's the it's the worth of black life that matters right and they have studies and statistics that 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 prove this and when you know they've done studies on juries and shit like that and how they convict them based on uh the sex uh and, and uh the gender uh, i mean the gender and the uh race of the victim right and the perpetrator and the perpetrator right yep. so you know we have studies to prove these doubles but when you tell people this they don't want to believe that right uh sounds tasty says just a thought what if the anonymous caller is really hating ass terrell trolling you you guys uh, are giving hating ass terrell way too much credit nah it's not people keep wanting to be on the show and show i'm like i don't know how to contact him for one two mm-hmm. i'm not actually gonna give him a platform to spread his filth for hours what is this Y'all better enjoy his comments. Uh, sweet potato and pu- or pumpkin pie was the poll. Nah, uh, this poll was a lot closer than I thought it would be. 73% of you guys said sweet potato pie. Which means 27% of my audience likes pumpkin pie better than sweet potato pie. Yeah. I'm surprised. I really thought we were going to get high 90s to 100% sweet potato. So, learn something new every day, man. Uh, pumpkin pie is nasty and i know there's people out there that love it but i do not like pumpkin pie and mm. i used to get fucking livid as a kid because it was all goddamn orange and i couldn't tell the difference between the orange the orange uh, pigmentation in it mm-hmm. and sweet potato pie is a darker orange than pumpkin pie and when i learned that shit i i quit doing that because there's nothing worse than you get your mouth tuned up for some sweet potato pie and you bite into some fucking pumpkin mm uh the next uh episode- i can't speak for nobody else i'm sorry that just that just makes me mad and it happens every thanksgiving and christmas for years because i didn't know the next episode was uh patty pies where we had the ink podcast we had john and tanisha on that was a very fun episode yes it was had a great time with mm-hmm. them uh we didn't get any comments but we did have a poll the poll was does amazon own slaves yes i think they do no i don't think so 83 percent of our audience thinks yes they own slaves mm-hmm. and 17 percent of y'all still in denial uh eve left a comment she said amazon is faster coming skynet we're all doomed yep. amazon and google they're gonna team up one day we all gonna be in trouble yeah we're gonna it's not no it's gonna be too late uh first they came for you know youtube and we said nothing <laughs> right right uh we had comments on episode 1075 terrorizing muslims sister soldier says when y'all played the cnn news story on paris i was already preparing myself for some fuck shit to be said but when that news anchor asked why didn't that muslim man or the muslim community warn the people of france about the attacks my jaw dropped to the motherfucking floor the first thing i thought was bitch i really don't know how that man held it together i wanted to fight the air i truly cannot understand for the life of me how people have convinced themselves that all muslims are talking to each other about blowing shit up and killing people right like did you talk to your white british anglo-saxon brethren about the horrible crimes they were about to commit why didn't you stop them i was just reading that there are almost two billion muslims in the world so they all know each other huh <laughs> right yeah oh why didn't you talk to all i know all your muslims got together and had a big ass talk about the, the terrorism y'all were gonna do why didn't you talk about it why didn't you tell me and brother ben costa talking about syrian refugees or rabbit dogs i just can't i can't anyways i'm lucky to have this podcast and the facebook group is my outlet y'all really keep me sane in the fucked up world 
well thank you for listening and uh joining in on the group sister soldier even mm-hmm. e says it really hurts my heart to see how muslims are being treated i even hear this from my friends and family members yo i had to block a dude off my page today guys on facebook um what's funny is i don't know this dude like he's somebody else's friend apparently right and like or somebody retweet like you know on facebook you can like share someone's post or something mm-hmm. and some of these people see oh you got a lot of likes or shares or whatever so that must mean you love debating and sharing your opinion and shit and it's like i don't actually want to debate anybody i gave my fucking opinion on my page and i'm good mm-hmm. so i basically made a joke which is because bill mars horrendously islamophobic in my opinion yeah i've been stopping him years ago yeah so he said um i mean so i was like yeah um i don't know if bill maher's still on the air because i don't watch him but i was like if he is i know his you can see his islamophobia boner from outer space this week Mm -hmm. uh because you know he could probably couldn't wait to go on real time and be like you know see these muslims you know Mm -hmm. because he that's what he does and so every week uh what was funny to me was this guy comes on and he's like uh well what do you call the muslims who agree with him and i said you can be a member of a group and still be have the oppressive mentality like you can be a woman who's sexist and misogynistic you can be um you can be a black person that is racist like all this shit can exist so i would call them the same fucking thing i would call him if they if they came to the to such shallow conclusions as he does the thing is even when you see uh um like muslims come on his show if they don't agree with him he just argues and talks them down like mm-hmm. cuts them mis- off gets very rude and when they prove him wrong he 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 just just ignores it like fuck that i don't want to talk about it right mm-hmm. so um anyway so i so i'm like who the fuck is this guy because i'm like i don't know this dude uh and i click on his page and it's you know a, a picture was like there are 40,000 homeless veterans in America, but you want to house 10,000 Syrians, you know, shit like that. Okay. I was like, oh, and, and when I talk about Muslims, I nobody likes my statuses, but when I talk about Christians, y'all like that. And I'm like, yeah, when people complain about the Christian religion, the complaint is totally fucking different. Now, listen, I'm not y'all y'all know I'm very critical of just about anybody's religion you know that being said um I'm not anti like oh this motherfucker can't be Christian cause she's you know you're a terrible right, person now but I am but I am but if I see something I'm like yeah that doesn't make sense that's fucked up I will say so well what's funny is when people talk about Muslim religions uh the Islam religion it's very much like hey let's close all the mosques right they have- that's different than saying let's take jingle bells off a fucking christmas cup at starbucks i'm sorry come on it's not the same category of goddamn problem and they like, have really been doing this across the country nobody's saying let's not let any christians into america no one's saying that Mm-mm. christianity still rules everything around me christ get the money dollar dollar bill y'all ain't that the truth so don't even try to equate the two because it's not the fucking same so yeah you get to have the uh, oh the the brown people religion that is so terrible you get to say whatever you want to say about them and then when people call you out on it you go oh the fucking pc mafia is after me when it's like no you could just be wrong you might just be being a bigot what have what have you considered that today 
anyway yeah and the thing about it is that you make an assumption that none of these brown people are christian right and then that was the other thing so he shared my joke about bill maher and then he put some like uh you know a lot of people need to stop confusing islamophobia with muslimophobia you need to write you need to get the terminology right blah 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 and so i just replied because you know it tells you when someone shares your status so i just replied man fuck you and then i unfriended his punk ass because fuck him hate people like that anyway all right because they dumb and don't know what the fuck they're talking about and right just very idiotic and don't and he was wondering why nobody was liking his shit on his page like right. a lot of people do that too yeah. they get mad when people don't like this shit you be like dog ain't nobody liking it because it's bullshit and i screenshotted one of his statuses i took his name out of course but i screenshotted one of his statuses i have to read this because it is so fucking like it like this is this is what i talk about when people are like well how are you against this and i'm like i'm against shit because it reminds me of racism and mm-hmm. a lot of times power structures are the same so he wrote me criticize christianity everyone else silent me criticizes islam everyone else you're a gross racist bigot then he wrote seriously fuck off don't assume i'm attacking muslims there are muslims that are more like family to me than my actual family yeah so doesn't that sound a lot like i have black friends ain't that the truth hey I, you know when I, I call white people crackers but when i call black people niggas y'all don't want to like my status come on man i got black people in my family they called slaves but they there fuck out of my face anyway sorry guys i'm on a tangent uh i don't understand anyone being so bigoted but the fact that this rhetoric can come from marginalized people as well makes it 10 times worse yeah liberals as well this is one cause america is very united on being anti-muslim like you you gotta be some left-wing loony to be like yeah can we not do what we always do in this country and make rash decisions when we're scared come on now okay that's how you get the patriot act and then five years later y'all gonna be like well it's the government looking through my emails yeah because you're scared ass signed off on anything you scout you signed off on war i'm so oh i'm so glad so glad our president is black right now right because anybody else man we'd have been down there blowing up shit so glad it's president obama blowing up shit make making more people mad at us oh my god this would have been a motherfucking republican white people republican president they'd have had them troops all the way over there and for the record probably white people democrats too the right true you know probably the same like uh i would not be shocked if um if if it was a you know um what's the name if it was if hillary clinton would have been like okay i guess we got to bomb syria i wouldn't have been shocked man like obama's like one of the few people that's so level-headed i mean you know claim his initial claim to fame really was the fact that he was like yeah we probably shouldn't you know go to iraq because of motherfucking um because because of uh uh you know bush is upset about his daddy and shit you know what i mean because everyone else signed on with it you know so yeah it's you know i'm glad he's the one because if not it would have been all day mm-hmm. all day making them people mad every fucking president turning the funk flex whenever it's 
motherfucking right, um because y'all y'all don't consider that there's people over there that don't give a fuck about us when you blowing up their country and their community and they don't know a motherfucking thing and they think they know you american you're making them mad right everybody turns into motherfucking funk flex whenever some terrorism happens be clear be clear syria like get the fuck out of here um all right <clears throat> I think some people want to feel uh better want to feel better about how they fit in society if they believe they're above another group that makes them not so bad but the truth is the way this country works people who are not white straight christian are all looked down upon we're pitted against each other because that what would really scare the powers that be is if we all rise up together but that would never happen as long as there's one marginalized group who thinks they're, they're better than another I think that's true red says all this muslim hate and rhetoric especially the people co-signed the bullshit people of color non-christians and lgbt has really pissed me off and scared me yeah yeah that that is such a weird thing because um what what you'll see is people say stuff like you know we all would just come together and you know realize we could get things done that's the problem with the left it's always one group turned against the other group it's like yeah but do you know why because it would actually be easier for a certain people to just be supportive and then get the support back in return like you don't get it back in return so you make people mad then it would be for them to just keep oppressing folks i mean if your big goal is everyone in this together then there's no reason a black person should ever be homophobic if that's if that's your stated goal if your stated goal is we're in this together there's no reason that a person who is for socialism should ever be silent about racism there's no reason because your whole thing is we're in it together no we're not really in it together right we're, we're not it. we're in it as long as it's convenient for you and a lot of times a lot of the people that preach that we're in it together and the people that can really do something about that saying we're in it together is predominantly white so when this intersectionality crosses you don't want to have shit to do with that but we're in this together fuck you yeah they, you know what's funny is like people say america's a melting pot and like i said on the show before it's not it's like one of those little separated plates when you go to a cookout you know like every it's like a fucking it's like a hungry man meal you know like you microwave it but hey the peas are coming in this section the corn is in that section Mm -hmm. the meat is over there like people still don't want to be in it with each other it's like oh hey man i ain't gotta deal with that gay shit Yep, or the only time they want to be in with each other. You know how sometimes you might take the fork and you might pluck up a pea, you know, and eat it together. That's well, not the only time. That's one of the good peas. Duh. Um, yeah, <laughs> apparently so. That 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 key that that pea is Ben Carson. Yeah, we uh last yesterday I was talking to um Firestarter on uh Facebook about so, I mean on Twitter about something they said on the podcast, um you know about that Barbie commercial with the little boy in it. Mm-hmm and some random dude hops in the middle of that and he's like because we can all agree that we wouldn't want a gay our kid to be gay right i mean you know we agree with that and i was like yeah i don't no i don't necessarily agree with that i don't think like i know that people are like well i just want my kid to have the easiest life possible i was like yeah but that would be like me saying i also would like a white kid yeah Uh, a white male child is the only kind of child i want and to be quite honest i don't you know what i'm saying like nothing against white people's kids or whatever but i don't have a problem with me having a black kid i think mm-hmm. that's awesome black right. i love blackness i love my blackness and yours shout out to deray you know but mm-hmm. like i like why like why like if, if the whole thing is about navigating life in the most 
easiest way possible with the least friction it's like then what's the point of life man with no struggle what's the fucking point you know like with no with no um with like it's like it's like having a meal with no flavor in it you know (laughs) you know what i mean like um yeah because this is one of those things and the sad part about a lot of uh, people brown people and people of color really think that and that becomes a a lot of the problem that's where a lot of this self-hatred comes from that's where a lot of this separation comes from because there's just something wrong with you and you can't just love yourself for being you and whoever you are and it's one of those things where yeah it's like i don't have any problem with uh, uh, like you said, uh, having a white male child, but you know, knowing me, if I ever have a child, it won't be white male, right? <laughs> you know, because I'm black, so and I'm dark. But, but there's a thing. But here's the thing, though: if I was to adopt a child, I would want a black child. Me too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, or you know, I, I would want a child that was a minority. Like, I like I don't want a child just to like, j- like I do want to identify with that i do think culture matters i do think all that stuff matters and i think when you're having a kid like to say well if they're this then well now 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 everything's gonna be worse because of this then it's kind of like well then maybe you aren't the parent for that kind of kid you know what i mean but i i think as a parent your job is not to say you know i mean if your kid was um whatever like it's just I don't see why a parent like what if your kid's just a tomboy quote unquote like right she's not she's not even gay or anything she just hey i'm just a girl but i like roughhousing and playing with the boys and, and shit you'd be amazed a lot of parents have a fucking a lot of parents that. right and that's they what i'm saying strip them down and beat them down and, and, and make them wear dresses and put them in heels and shit when right. that might not be her personality right um like uh tone was asking like well the, i feel like the barbie commercial is gonna start a conversation and make impressionable little kids do. i was like don't hide behind the kids don't hide behind the kids because that's not really what you care about mm-hmm. and to be honest like that like there this con- you're saying it's starting the conversation this conversation already started without you right privilege allows us to not be part of the conversation because we don't have to think about it right so when i see a barbie commercial when i see a gi joe commercial i have become accustomed to expecting a certain type of imagery in that commercial Mm -hmm. little boys playing with gi joes little girls playing with barbies but when you mix that shit up it's only my sensibilities that become entangled in it but if we're being honest a fucking kid is either having this issue or not these families are having these issues or not Mm -hmm. the families and the representation matter to that kid just as much but that kid never got service so like he was like well you know kids that ask uh their parents how come there's no boys in the barber commercial i was like yeah yeah i know kids that wear dresses i know like Mm -hmm. i know there are boy kids that wear dresses the thing is you're not privy to that conversation because you're not in that family and you don't know anyone like that so you just think to yourself why the fuck make a commercial for them what's the same reason they make commercials for black people it's the same reason they made an interracial commercial about cheerios or whatever the fuck cereal that was because some little kid needs to see their family be normalized on tv the same way that you get to see you appreciate it when shit is done like that for you you know the same way that it used to be taboo for a black dude to kiss a white woman on screen Mm -hmm. and now it's happening on tv all the time and shit like it like the shit does matter to people you know and i think to 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 disregard that because you're not 
of that situation is how privilege works and that seems to happen with that's taking it back to the question that's also what's happening with this muslim stuff people are like yeah i'm gay but i ain't muslim so i don't want like i don't know i ain't got that oppression keep them out of the country you know what i'm saying like people are able to do that versus they passing laws to try to keep your ass from buying a a cake and shit like that but yet you're like not you know that law affects me i'm angry but that law over there don't affect me you know the same people that go uh fuck them muslims muslims are the same people that was fighting for marriage equality and and being able to put your uh, spouse or a significant other or domestic partner on your insurance you are fighting for these rights but yet when it's somebody else's oppression which does not directly affect you it's like fuck it no oppression is oppression and it's one of these things where it's not about an oppression olympic we're all in this group regardless if you quote unquote have it better now it don't mean it, it don't mean you won't ever go back if you don't continue to fight and it don't mean there won't ever be another group because i think a lot of people when it comes to this oppression olympic they think my oppression is the only oppression and nobody else's oppression fucking matters but that's not so you have to stop letting fear turn you into a coward that completely backs down from all the shit you stand for that's what it is it's like people get scared and they completely back down when when you like that hero law that got repealed in uh houston that happened because they scared people mm-hmm. they scared them they like do you know how illogical it is to say well what's gonna happen now if we pass this law where we you know you go into the bathroom like we're gonna have equality for and this equality for people to not be discriminated against keep in mind the most use of that law is going to be stuff like you can't fire me because i'm transgender you can't fire me because i'm gay you can't like you can no longer discriminate against my rights illegally but people went and found they say okay the bathroom okay we're gonna turn this into an argument about the bathroom we're gonna say men are gonna just say i'm a woman walk into the bathroom and rape little girls and they put that in their commercials and it scared people because and and it scared people right out of the common sense of you know what discrimination is wrong and bad it scared them out of it that's what happens in america we become cowards when it's shit like this like we have all this bluster and we try to talk tough but we don't have these ideals that we pretend to ascend to it's pure it's just pure it's just pure cowardice it's like and not to mention um bathrooms right now in america ain't no locks on them motherfuckers sure ain't. if someone's just gonna be like i'm raping somebody it's gonna happen ben roffsberger didn't have a problem doing it you know what i mean like i don't yeah. understand allegedly allegedly but i'm just saying right and and men go in the women bathroom and women go in the men bathroom and shit like that like, like there's no like it could happen today you really think someone who's a fucking rapist is sitting around going well didn't know i could just walk in there until they pass this law come on now come on uh i'm gonna put on a dress and get to raping because that wouldn't work today but it might work tomorrow come on man <sighs> all right it's heartbreaking that's really the only word fitting the of the emotion i experience as i read the stories and watch this play out in real time that student who was upset about the consent class at his school is a dumbass i'm so glad he's confident in his understanding of consent but a lot of people need help and even those who quote unquote know what consent is need help because it's an issue way too often 
i'm not even confident that victims of abuse or assault understand it fully no i've heard stories that have sounded like rape or at least a violation of boundaries to me and people related tales seeming unfazed so yeah everybody needs an education on consent early and often and in conclusion fuck sarah palin bristol palin and ben carson i'm never coming back karen (laughs) come back i'm free i made it out of the chat room and i'm moving on to a white woman podcast Mm-hmm. when he get on all right so we should be back but um all right so let's see uh the poll was should colleges have mandatory classes on uh sexual consent yes or no 82 percent of our audience said yes and 18 percent said no uh kel b says stop raping people then maybe we can t- stop talking about it men and women need to learn what consent is and what rape really looks like it should start being taught in high school if not middle school and add it to the college prep curriculum if necessary it's necessary he yeah, says I, I think it should be in elementary school calvin says great episode as always just needed to post since i was so pissed off by the consent class story kids too struck in his own stuck in his own feelings when shit isn't even about him right that's the other thing why do i have to take the class well you know who else is saying they don't have to take the class people that rape people yep you think about america's dad bill cosby was revealed to be a monster oh you think after america's dad bill cosby was revealed to be a monster people would stop stop sticking so steadfastly to this idea that all rapers are hoodie wearing brutes that slink out of the shadows right if it were that easy every rapist would already be in jail just by simple profiling sometimes people with tattoos are rapists sometimes your unassuming weedy classmate is a rapist sometimes your mentor is a rapist sometimes a police officer is a rapist and sometimes a kindergarten teacher is and sometimes rape isn't just some someone holding you at gunpoint in a dark alley sometimes it's an aunt sneaking into her preteen's niece's room preteen niece's room sometimes it's a boss blackmailing an employee in the sex sometimes it's a guy with a coke bottle glasses taking advantage of his drunk friend i also barely use gender qualifiers because too many people try to blame feminists for a desire to talk about rape and consent well actually learn about things like consent consent can help reduce all the situations in which rape happens such as with male perps and male victims female perps and female victims as well as female perps and male victims but instead of taking the class with an open mind and actually learning something this dude chose to see this as an accusation against him which says a lot about him it's got nothing to do with the class right and he's a fucking rapist yep sister soldier says at the very least a consent class should be part of a new story student orientation and every student on campus should be required to attend i agree that's what i'm saying because i'm because whenever you have orientation they already do this mm-hmm. look to your left look to your right one out of every three women here is gonna be right and it's like yeah maybe we should have maybe we should have some type of curriculum on that right maybe we should have a talk about it maybe we shouldn't just say that and then go yep and then what we're gonna do to prevent this girls walk out in pairs you know what i mean like it's not like it doesn't become guys don't do it it's just always gonna be like and what we're gonna do to stop this women we got you these chain underwear okay you put the chain on your underwear and it won't come off uh eve says i voted no only because rape culture is so pervasive that even with these classes i'm not sure if they'll help much i think if you're in college and you don't understand consent at that point it's too late that's possible you know Yeah, but 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 also it's it's one of the and maybe it's just me it's like 
for some people they feel like if you're that age it's a lost cause and i and i and i completely yeah you can still learn it right i completely I, I i i fight you back on on that statement right uh because like i said it, it, when, when when we start having sex education class uh consent needs to be talked about too plus you have to think a lot of these people come from places where they could be sheltered like how many of these people come from places where they were in religious high schools their parents uh you know sheltered them didn't have talks to them they get to school and some of them wow the fuck out and it's like oh this person wilds out because they just never fucking been outside the house and had any type of control over their own life nope but it's like maybe with some of these classes maybe even sex ed class you can learn some shit before you get on this class on this college campus because this is a rampant problem on the college campus yeah you know? and also one of those things where it's like just because it might quote unquote not apply to you don't mean it doesn't need to go forth you know, because it's one of those things where you go, what what help will it do? Well, it might not affect anything in your life, but it could affect somebody else's life. And also for me, uh, personally, mm-hmm. by the time you get to college, most teenage teenage girls have been molested or assaulted in some form of way before they even got to college. Well, that's, has. Well, that's so, what she was saying. No, she was saying, uh, you know she says i would however think a consent class would be more effective on the high school or even middle school level right with where the sex edge is tied and more parents need to teach their sons about consent instead of telling their daughters to stop dressing a certain way yeah i agree with all that and i think they it wouldn't hurt to put a mandatory class in there right yeah i agree with you that and it needs to be in college too it needs to it actually needs to continue to be going it, it truth be told it needs to be at your workplace and your job too because people get raped at work grown-ass adults so it's just one of those things where you have to keep uh talking and talking and talking because obviously uh people ain't getting the point because there's a lot of people raping people and everybody act like everybody knows what consent is but it's obviously a lot of people don't know what the fuck consent is oh yeah or there's also this huge margin of people that just know and don't care right uh 1076 you can't be syrians uh no comments but we did have uh the poll can i touch your hair no you may not and yes you may rod uh 30 percent of you guys would let me touch your hair and you guys are all my best friend 69 <laughs> percent of y'all would not uh fuck you i don't want to touch your hair anyway nigga <laughs> uh episode 1077 send sasha uh we reviewed the walking dead uh this think this one was just me and karen uh we got a couple comments lucked out says i'm gonna call the new group the kneelers do you think that thousand strong walker herd will be considered an act of war because i'm pretty sure they're headed they've headed that new group's way yeah i i mean if 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 the direction is right it looks like they kind of sent those like i said that walk that sending that group of walkers out like who knows where that's going to end up yeah they're not worried about where it's going they just wandered away from them yeah uh who was supposed to scout that way that isn't that far comparatively since it was less than a day's ride i know no one walked down that one block with the rocket launcher that walker was dangling like a bait in a trap only out in the open and easy pickings the cigars was icing uh i was gonna say that sasha deserved better because ave is too impulsive just like he dropped slash will drop rosita he'll he might turn around and do the same to her but i don't, couldn't think of anyone else gabriel ha yeah for sasha i don't know i don't know who sasha would be into mm, not gabriel but um yeah i don't know dog i'm, I'm gonna just say uh you no know, sasha was crazy last year so mm-hmm. maybe they belong together 
eve says i already feel sorry for tay Diggs. judging from his comments i get the feeling that he has been dealing with a lot of internalized hatred maybe he was yes. picked on a lot as a kid because of his dark skin and that struck stuck with him he said it in the interview yeah, yeah. and he wrote a book about it called my chocolate me or something like that right uh i know people like him it's hard not to pity them it's hard to hate someone who already hates themselves that much yeah i mean i just don't think he's the right spokesperson for that cause because he's just not articulating it well and he comes mm-hmm. out very wrong and insecure mm-hmm. um but like i said i'm not i just think the way he framed it in the power dynamics is just not how it works and mm-hmm. it's borderline insulting to say that black people claim president obama is black like president obama presents and claims blackness for him fucking self like yes he does he didn't like he didn't show up and say hey guys i'm i'm just a guy don't need like he's like i'm a black man like it wasn't a it wasn't some shit where he was like i guess if these black people keep saying it you know what i mean so it's very weird to um say that but then also the thing that i thought was um very interesting about his um take on it was that he made it sound harmful that black people would be inclusive and i think that's just so wrong-headed and so um it's just sad it's defeatist like it you know if you want if you want your son's whiteness and his white mother and that lineage to be acknowledged then don't put that at the feet of black people Mm-mm. that's an american problem right. that stems all the way back to slavery so this idea that your son isn't allowed to be white is not something black people can give or not give Uh the thing that they do give sometimes too often is love true which is hey man if they don't want you fuck that you with us then we we love you you're you you know what i mean like there's that and i think um to mistake it for something other like to make it seem malicious like you're just black ain't nobody in america just black motherfucker Uh you know what i mean there's Everybody none of us something unless you recently got here your ass is mixed with something mm-hmm. so it ain't even about that man it's just you know it's sad to see him espouse that but he's you know he's selling a book you know what i mean like this is his thing like but yeah if he really was about this life he wouldn't be telling that person yeah because black people do this he'd be going because white people won't let my son be white come on now white people are always looking at my son as black and other and not white that's what they see my son as now how you gonna fix that right you can't fix that so it's easier to blame the 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 part that can't do shit about what you're talking about right come on man that's the problem i have with the statement that being said i hope he's being honest with his son about how he'll be treated not just in this country but around the world i have a biracial child and me and my husband are teaching her to embrace both sides of her culture while letting her know that no matter how she identifies she will be seen as a black girl often treated that way there's nothing wrong with what uh with with tay wanting his son to be referred to as mixed as long as he's keeping it 100 with him but going by tay's past comments i doubt it right yeah and that's the thing like you know my like my brother's uh married to a white woman and mm-hmm. they're about to have a kid like that kid's gonna be my family mm-hmm. and just like she his wife's my family right like i'm not gonna be looking at it like some all right now the white half of you is doing this like it doesn't no. that shit don't it'll never fucking occur to, i don't think it'll ever occur to most people because you're just like 
when you see a, uh, a kid typically a mixed race you still just see a kid first you still just see a human being first right. if you're black in this country you know what i mean like if you're black in this country you kind of don't have a choice because we've been we've been taught that all different shades is still black right we we never had this luxury of being like oh you know what we're not accepting any applications for blackness this week we we've never had this luxury so it would never cross my mind you know i think the thing out the thing to me that makes sense to worry about if i'm tay Diggs is like are white kids gonna accept the whiteness of my kid right or are they gonna try to like you know racialize them you know what i mean like I, that'll be interesting but I, I wonder if that's in this book who knows but he was talking to a black person at the time so maybe maybe it's in the book and we just didn't get that in the interview i don't know but uh he and i think he even went on instagram later and said i'm a proud black man my kids my son's gonna be a proud black man i'm like so then i don't then what were your comments earlier about you know how he really felt he came back because people said something that's just my opinion i think he said what he meant and you know how people are when they get the quote-unquote black backlash and people get to talking about them all of a sudden they want to do a 180 yeah you know it's i mean i think we make it overcomplicated, but is but honest like i said you can't lay that at the feet of black people because right i'm gonna tell you like this all black people collectively all 14 percent of us in the united states could decide your kid is mixed and we will refer to them as mixed and nothing else and white people are still gonna be like that's a black kid come on now and that's like that's how society operates and it's not fair and it's not right um i think also another thing if he really wanted to get his point across he might could have said like my kid is this and italian and my kid is going to learn about italian stuff as much as they're going to learn about black stuff and i think people wouldn't have had as harsh a reaction to it as well you know it's like this moniker of just white and black um it's such a simplistic term Mm -hmm. for a very complex idea that you're trying to relay so if he would have said look my kid is gonna learn about their um nairobi heritage and they're gonna learn about their uh french heritage people would have been like yeah well that makes sense of course you know what i mean like people wouldn't have been like yeah this you know what i mean like but i think when he just threw it in the simplest black and white a lot of people are like yeah i don't know that's gonna work out i hope tay realized that being mixed has never saved anyone from racism in their country there are two high profile police shootings this year of mixed race men being mixed didn't save them being cabin asian didn't save tiger woods from being turned people turning on him with the quickness for his cheating and being biracial certainly hasn't saved president obama from being called the n-bomb on the regular racist people don't give a damn that tay's son has a white mama label yourself how you want but i suspect he's so upset about people referring to his child as black uh is because tay has issues with himself with being black himself maybe i don't know i think also the example he gave about when people see my black baby with my with his white mama what is they gonna think like the same shit we all think you know like the right. same shit everybody thinks yeah, like she's not special like right yeah. like that's not a rare occurrence tay no it's not a lot of a lot of white women got black babies man yes, it's cool we we figured it out as a society we've we figured out the, the rubik's cube on that one all across the country now if that baby came out looking like you know blonde hair blue eyed and then tay was out with it okay now society might give you some slack and i'm gonna tell you something it ain't gonna be black people sure ain't the like ask randolph terrence about that one 
it ain't gonna be black people just giving you a hard time about your baby okay Mm-mm. yeah I, w- I was at one of my cousins one time her um, mama's white and her daddy's black and neither one of the parents was around and um i was with uh, some of my older family and so i was quote unquote the only one that would be considered of age to make to make the statement to be to you know for her to be mine and when she was small she really like a white child right and you know people would look at us crazy like me and her like everybody else would be fine but you know we would be sitting eating dinner at the table people looking at us like we were crazy and there was this older couple that was sitting over to the side they literally had stopped eating their meal and just stared and gazed at us our entire meal yeah as as shirley used as shirley she's got stories about this from chonilla yes yeah as shirley from chonilla like yeah people when she talks about people coming up to her and asking her like is she looking after her kids like like she's some kind of nanny or something yeah that's not black people guys you know what i'm saying and i'm not saying black people don't have problems with racism lord knows everybody does it's america's infected us all but i assume that they're yours until otherwise notified yeah i'm just saying it's you know i don't know if tay's book is on the up and up we'll see Roger Shop says, I know that is not Glenn, but am I the only one at the end of the episode when they heard help over the radio thought it thought of Adele? Hello, it's me. I was wondering if after all these years you like to meet. Okay, I do not know why I started to type out the song. Should have just sung it to myself. One sec. Uh <laughs> Man, this this Adele and Jessica Jones got everybody crying this weekend. Everybody sad uh, and they feeling. Yeah, I said Jessica Jones is the Adele for nerds, <laughs> right? Because they're gonna be crying and somebody uh put a, a picture up on uh I won't say Twitter of uh Target selling the Adele CD and over in the corner they had tissues for 109 right beside the CD set. Say, <laughs> <laughs> so, yep, this sounds about right. Yeah, uh yeah, I I didn't know that Adele came out yesterday. I just saw Me everybody either. I just saw everybody subtweeting their exes and I was like, "Oh, it must have came out." All right, David, a lot of people were all in their feelings. Mhm. Netta was on Twitter. She was like, my ex-boyfriend hit me up for uh out of nowhere yesterday i said mm, dad don't tell me what adele can't do <laughs> all right got these niggas calling their exes this is crazy never seen nothing like this before yeah honey she got power the poll was do you want to <laughs> speaking of interracial love do you want to see sasha and abraham get together nope or yes 34 percent of y'all said yes which means 60 percent of y'all no y'all don't want them to get together i do huh interesting. It'll, it'll be interesting to see them together yeah interesting i mean i feel like the show could use some new romance you know why not um well we'll see what happens yeah don't look like you'll be getting no more glenn and maggie yeah rosita was never really the his love of his eye mm-hmm. you know what i mean he he let eugene watch them fuck so that tells you where they stand um all right so i found a bunch of voicemails uh apparently pamela has a feature where they record voicemails sometimes and these go all the way back to like june 16th of this year that i haven't listened to oh so i I haven't listened to these cameras i don't know what they're gonna sound like or what all right if they're crazy whatever we can all right let's see what happened june 16th july 16th i mean this is the first one hey rod and karen uh i called maybe i want to say two weeks ago but for some reason my voice sounded really low so i'm putting more effort in talking a little bit louder um i want to say thank you guys first of all for the show like i say uh military five years i think five years or four years still being a true nigger and not joining the 
the premium, but now I'm going to join <laughs> premium starting this weekend. Uh, uh, you guys show have been amazing. You led me to uh, the 40 Acres, to um, Three Eagles, even though Rissani and the crew is uh, fucking up right now because they're not giving us the content, even though they <laughs> love this show to death. Three guys on, it's fucking amazing. Even the guy from um, the New York City Crime Report. Every mm-hmm. every guest you have on usually leads to another podcast, different realm of the, the podcast world. It's amazing. Uh, I do have a question. Oh, fourth year question. Thank you guys for making the chat. Uh, I mean, the group chat now too, because it's amazing. I can go in there all day and get lost. But uh, my question is, guys, he's going to interview. Uh, what's his name, Mister Nasty? And I'm waiting for this interview. I think this will be one of the most epic interviews about when he's literally in the act and he's thinking about saying things like, "Ooh, girl, you was what is this fishbowl?" Like, what the fuck is going on? His mind? But thank you guys so much for your time. Like I said, you guys have been leading the podcast world between you and e, uh, Elon. I thank you guys so much for all you're doing, and please keep going. And uh, whether I disagree or agree, I'm always going to be an admin listener. And just thank you so much for everything you do. Have a great day. Oh, man. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you're talking about the porn star. Yeah, you're talking about Wesley, Wesley Pipes. <laughs> Wesley Pipes. Yeah, make it nasty. Um, all right. Let's, uh, so, okay. One for one so far. I, I enjoyed that voicemail. Now, this one is from September the 4th. Hot damn. I am just so excited. This is Shay. It's Friday morning. I just sat down on my desk got ready to turn on the podcast, saw the title of it, Tobias Be Knowing, and I'm just like, over the moon. You know, I'm new to your podcast, and I've been listening a couple of months, and I mean, I already love the podcast, So, and I love you guys. I mean, you guys are the best part of the podcast, the two of you, not just, not just what you talk about, why you talk about it, but you two are like the best part. And then you go and throw in some reviewing of, like, my favorite TV shows, which I did not even know you did until last week. And I just don't even know how to contain myself. I am so excited. Can't wait to hear what you guys have to say. All I know is it definitely picked up from the first episode. first episode was kind of bookended with action. It was a little slow in the middle. I get that. We had to introduce characters and build stories but this second episode just got right on it and i can tell you that for sure hunting girl's boyfriend matt ate his parents because it showed the trunk open and their suitcase sitting in the driveway and their door open and just like a music montage towards the end you know they got eight and somebody (laughs) needs to tell their daughter what's going on she thinks her mom is just letting the neighbor kill neighbor i don't know anyway i cannot wait to hear what you guys have to say. I, I was tired this morning. Wanted to call in, but I never do. Glad I didn't. Here we go. Tobias, be knowing. Woo <laughs> woo! <laughs> Alright, this is uh, from September 27th. Hi, my name is Whitey McWhiterson, and I'd like to call. <laughs> I was calling what? to talk about. No, um, white tears matter and, um, <laughs> and, uh, white fragility. Um, alright, no, seriously, I, I couldn't help, um, apologize. I could not help after hearing the dude who called you twice 
tons of different names about the Black Lives Matter episode. Like, really? Really? <laughs> but that's right. Um, my name is Nathan Heavenstone. I'm calling from New York. Um, I've contacted before. I'm the I'm the guy, I'm the ex-Bernie Sanders fan who emailed y'all um, a while back, uh, you know, who he pissed off at. I loved him, but then he pissed me off at Netroots. And then his fans just sort of ruined that whole thing for me. So um, I just wanted to call in about the whole left-hand thing. Um, let me apologize ahead of time if y'all already mentioned this because I only heard the, you know, the the continued discussion on um, this past Saturday's um, um, show where you, you know you read the emails and stuff and um, the com- or you read the comments and stuff. Um, so if you already talked about this, I apologize. Um, but it does occur to me that um, we don't use right just as a direction. We also use it as a synonym for correct. Mm. Uh, and another thing that from a little bit from my world is my family's Jewish, and I work at a Hebrew school when we lived in Florida, and so I would teach little kids how to sound out Hebrew, because I can sound it out, but I can't translate it. Um, but I was with another teacher, and we were, uh, a kid didn't couldn't tell the difference between two letters, a shin, S-H-I-N, and a sin, S-I-N. Um, they're basically the same letter. They just look like stylized W's with a dot above them. The shin's dot is on the right-hand side, and the sin's dot is on the left-hand mm. side. And the teacher, to help this kid remember, said the reason the sin's dot is on the left-hand side is Sinister. because to sin is wrong. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, that didn't occur to me at all. Like, that didn't phase me at all. When she said it, but after hearing you guys talk about that whole um, sort of, I guess, leftism, we can call it, um, sort of bigotry against left-handed people, it just thinking back to that, I'm like, oh, my God, that's actually really terrible. But, like, I feel like for whatever reason, we like right. I don't know why. You know, it kind of makes me wonder, though, if there's an alternate universe out there that's, you know, where the synonym for correct is actually left mm-hmm. and everything and everything is about left and not right. Um, I don't know. Just a thought. Um, that's it. Yeah, uh, that's right supremacy. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what happens when you deal with right, right supremacy. And uh, I call it handsism. That's what I'm calling. It. Ha ha. Uh, but thank you for uh, thanks for calling in. Uh, let's see, we got I think we got like two, three more of these. All right, let's see who else. Hey there. Um, I'm a long time listener. First time caller. <laughs> I'm not going to say what my name is because uh, what I'm going to talk about involves where I live. Um, on uh, this week's show, Comply or Die, you talked about the meter reader attack in Evansville, Indiana. And um, that literally happened in the neighborhood next to mine. Mm. And it really, I didn't realize they had gone national until you guys mentioned it on the show. And I mean... I was horrified, first of all, to hear about the attack and then to find out it happened really close to my house. And then as more information came out about the attack, they published uh, pictures in the paper and on uh, TV news. And I realized that the woman who was attacked was literally our meter reader who comes to our house, you know, once a month for the last few years. Um, And, yeah, so it's really horrifying these people attacked this poor woman who was just trying to do her job 
and, uh, you know, just to speculate a little, uh, people being really paranoid, acting wacko, uh, we have a lot of meth problems here, <laughs> and if you saw the uh, mugshot of the woman who attacked her, she's supposed to be 30, and she looks like she's like 50, <laughs> yeah, I kind of got to wonder if these aren't some meth-addled people that did this horrible thing. Um, and <laughs> they're like doubling down. They're saying they're going to atta- they're going to sue her and the power company for trespassing on their property, et cetera, et cetera. They're going to sue her for pepper spraying their dogs, which they, you know, basically let loose to attack her and everything. It's it's a mess. It's a terrible, terrible situation. Um, and I hope uh, I hope the meter reader lady. Uh, makes a full recovery and never has to deal with a situation like this again. Um, okay, shout out to the chat room. Bye. <laughs> shout out to the chat room. What? Vivid Bobby head to the docket. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> thank you so much for, um, for that. And, uh, yeah, I remember that story. That wasn't too long ago. That, yeah. that voicemail was from October 31st. Yeah, shout out to Elon and them. Yeah, for October 10th, I think. Mm-hmm. Something like that. I don't know. It was from, yeah, October thirty first. There we go. Now we're getting into this month. These two were left this week. All right. So here's the first one. What up, Rod? What up, Karen? Uh, Next, Will Her Wheeler. Uh, been listening to the show for about two, three years, and I really enjoy it. I think it's top notch uh, uh, podcast for uh, the ages. Uh, a calling because uh, every week you go. This is sponsored by Bullet Ball and Bullet Ball Extreme. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering what Bullet Ball was. So I woke it up and I saw that episode of Shark Tank with Mark Griffith. Mm-hmm. Mark Griffith, an American hero who for 26 years he quit his job, sold all his stuff, sold his wife's ring. I thought he was going to sell his wife too, but <laughs> for a dream to make his game an Olympic And when those shark tank sharks told him that his dream was foolish, this high-caliber table game designed for the 21st century lifestyle, bullet ball and bullet ball extreme, you saw the pain in this man's heart and his eyes. I say, the black guy who tips needs to buy every single game of bullet ball not me, because I'm not. I'm not buying that stupid game. It looks like he's swiping at a cat ball, like he said he was. <laughs> <laughs> I think y'all should buy every single one of those. Help that brother out. Oh. That's just me, though. All right, I'll listen every other day. Peace. Oh man, Kevin <laughs> Lee did. Kevin did my boy Mark Griffin like that. <laughs> what do you have left? I have bullet ball. Oh man, we haven't redone. We, yeah, we have to redo it every because we get so every many once new in a while. fans. Every, yeah. every once in a while, we have to the, to tell the again. story. Yeah, I love reta- I never. Hey, Rod and Karen, this is Tina calling from Louisville, Kentucky. Um, and I just wanted to call just to tell y'all I love, love, love your show. Like it gets me through my long nights at work. Um, and I actually called in because you guys. We're talking about Amazon, I guess, delivering food now, and Rob was referring to the 
employees as slaves, and I actually am one of those slaves, and I thought it was funny because I refer to us as slaves all the time, and they actually pay us in gift cards, Rod. Um, <laughs> not shitting you, we get paid in gift cards. I mean, on top of our, you know, basic pay, but as an incentive to work as a slave, they're giving us gift cards. $50 gift card for working 50 hours and $100 gift card for working over 50 hours. But they tax that shit. So you're not even really getting the full 50. You get in like, what, maybe 35 or whatever. Wow. So it's pretty much fucked up. But you can't tell these people in Kentucky nothing. I'm not from Kentucky, by the way. I'm actually originally, you know, from Florida, old Florida. But, um... Yeah, I just wanted to say I love you guys. You guys are awesome. Um, I started listening to you guys because my fiance was listening to you, and he put it on as we were driving to Michigan one day, and I just fell in love. I love Guess the Race. I didn't know how racist I was until I started, you know, listening to your guys' show. But uh, <laughs> keep up the good work. Um, you guys are great. And as soon as I'm done being a broke-ass college student, my ass is upgrading to premium. Oh, um, but shit. love you guys. Keep it up. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Man, see, I'm glad I listened to those voicemails, yeah. Karen. How did you find them? Uh, I, Pamela has a thing. I guess sometimes it doesn't let Skype voicemail answer, and Pamela takes over. Oh. And it records the voicemail for you, which I actually like better because uh, with it recording the voicemail, I can actually... Um, pause it get, stop it like uh oh, unlike skype okay. voicemails you have to let them play all the way through ah. yeah but speaking of uh skype voicemails um we do have uh one skype voicemail this week as well so uh let me play that sister karen this is Pastor Fran Thomas, the Bluebell Man. <laughs> I know, I know, I know that we got these newcomers here. <laughs> this Patty LaBelle Pie guy. I said he can come and do it like me. But I bet you, you can't do it like me. Brother Rod, I wanted to thank you for remembering me in this time of turmoil. <laughs> When my YouTube views are going down, because one of this Patty LaBelle pie guy, but I tell you, he's a infiltrator, an imitator, and the weapon performed against you shall not prosper. Thank you. I just wanted to say, remember Bluebell, when you go to the store, remember that you're probably going to want some more. Thank you. Ah, I just wanted to tell you. Thank you, Brother Rod and Sister Karen. I wasn't ready. We thank oh. you. We thank you, Pastor, oh. for, for calling us oh. from the Bluebell Country. Oh. oh, we we thank you over here at the church of the black guy who tips. And with that, we're going to go ahead and get a benediction. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> Whew. 
oh man <laughs> that was service for you uh we're gonna go ahead and get uh the tithes and offering govern yourself accordingly the ushers are in the back follow Damn. their uh, follow their uh <laughs> directions that was i i guess past we we thank you pastor oh you know you fog up my glasses <laughs> we bless you for the word for today oh shit <laughs> <coughs> oh my god Whew. thank you today is the day the lord has made um all right just a young black kid y'all inspire is a um email that we got um josh writes in hey uh you want to open up the phone lines no absolutely not no (laughs) i can't take any more of you (laughs) you you silly billies out there (laughs) don't need any more of that (laughs) hey rod and karen i've been listening to the show since i was 16 where were your parents uh i'm 19 now it's the realest and most refreshing feeling in this whitewashed world to have representation through media it matters i draw a lot of parallels to you ride from growing up in the south to being raised in a middle in middle class black america to enjoying and playing sports as well as pop and nerd culture in a way you kind of are a big brother to me being that you inspire me to pursue artistic goals and elaborate on life views i'm forming and growing into because of y'all i'm inspired to start my own podcast in order in order to express the views of young black intellectuals in america honestly we are talking about mostly by fox news uh so negatively but never really speak for ourselves thanks for all for being great content inspiration one day i'll know i have made it when i'm a guest on the black guy tips i'll be joining the facebook group very soon and as soon as my scholarship replaced student loans i'll be dropping money in the bucket <clears throat> by the way i make music it would mean the world to me if you listen and gave me your opinion on it though i completely understand if you don't i need to know if i'm wasting my time or not <clears throat> uh thank you again much love donnie icarus p.s i don't know if y'all still give guest titles or not but i want to be the official soundcloud rapper of the show i accept the stigma that comes with that link is at the bottom check out my playlist on soundcloud militant um <clears throat> karen do you want to hear this man soundcloud stuff completely up to you i mean he sent such a nice a nice uh email now if it's whack i'm just not i gonna do not say, want just gonna let you know donnie if it's whack i'm just not gonna say nothing okay i don't want to hurt your feelings yeah. you just said you like my little brother i have a little brother already okay so i mean but i'm taking application yeah, sometimes we, he be tripping yeah we we take the know. uh erica badu uh defense your artist and you sensitive about your shit yeah uh so which one should we play you got untitled which is 44 seconds long had a dream son of a savage hurt me soul and another dead nigga hmm had a dream had a dream all right let's see what had a dream is two minutes and 37 seconds gotta get back on my stilo no sacramento not a king i'm a pharaoh go supersonic with the rings i'm a hero huey newton had a dream yup we know we know we know we know yeah we know all right first thing i'm gonna say is this you gotta add a pop filter to your mic or something yeah the p's popping a little too much you gotta back up a little bit from the mic too i don't know what kind of mic you're using but uh my experience recording rap music uh you gotta turn turn like get get a get away get your little pop filter and get get up off the mic just a little bit because your p's popping too much it feel like you're breathing into the mic all right 
we know. I'ma teach you how to fly. No bacon soda, yeah, this a clean high. Have you been up in the sky? Have you ever taken flight? Have you fought for your rights? Have you ever kissed a cloud? Have you ever seen that sight? I mean, color me black. Yeah, it's a new era and there's no going back. Like a shot from the past. Yeah, we're back on attack. MLK had a dream. Yep. At last. No more playing, I'm busy just soul slaying. Check the God flow and marvel at my creation. No Stanley, I'm a panther with perfect patience. A young T child of Marlin Villains till they cave in. See, I got the magic to write. No David Bland. So if they want to battle, Superman can't save them. I live in my color like a young Sean Wayne's. I'm Marlin on the track, there he goes, what a magician. Preach to a beat with near perfect precision. Cool pit flow mercenary, I'm on a mission. You can sleep at church and choose to not listen, but this the type of flow that gets your grandma pension. Gotta get back on my. <clears throat> it's alright. <clears throat> I mean, you know, in all honesty. Um, yeah, you gotta definitely get your sound quality up though with the mic and stuff, cause. Mm-hmm. Cause that makes a difference. That goes a long way. Uh, and you gotta remember, every time you ask somebody to play your shit, that's your first representation and normally your last representation so you want to definitely uh make sure the sound quality is top notch because that's really what most people dismiss right away Mm -hmm. and i'm not saying that because i was a great rapper i think i was just okay at best but it was fun and i did it more for fun anyway you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like i was in school and shit and uh when i got out of school it was just like i always wanted to rap but you know my dad was like nigga you better go to school so i was like <laughs> right right i guess i'll go to school <laughs> and get a degree right um uh, but it was like fuck that shit but uh yeah but um you know you definitely want to you might want to upgrade your equipment a little bit um if it's something you're gonna be serious about but uh it's gonna take time it's gonna take mm-hmm. a lot of time to really get as good as you would need to be to really like blow the roof off the doors the other thing too is um using other people beat like you gotta be careful which beats you use because like nobody's gonna rip that crit beat better than crit Mm -mm. so like soon as i heard that beat the first thing i started thinking was oh yeah crit you know like right um and and i know like a lot of people want to pick like you know like okay so we got um you know uh oh i just heard this beat and you know crit is so dope that i you know i want to uh and 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 this beat is so dope that i want to um do a song like this and it's like yeah except for like that particular song goes so hard and that beat goes so hard and you know and, and, and and it's one of those things too where it's a growth process so just let you know that it's a growth process keep challenging yourself keep getting better keep keep improving but yeah when you use certain beats especially one like this is so recognizable right yeah and don't send in 37 more songs okay that was it does not you gotta send it to words before the because we don't do music reviews on yeah now joint. now brandon and them yeah the, there's yeah, a one-time free consultation for your music but listen to this shit with, with now they wanna hear country nigga rap five albums in a swirl country nigga snap thought they wanted trap thought they wanted bass thought they wanted molly thought they wanted drink fuck them niggas now they wanna hear country nigga rap five albums in a swirl country
snap, thought they wanted gold, thought they wanted shine, thought they wanted radio, beef make up your mind. Attention, I don't even know what I might do with That control beat is like a ugly bitch that everybody done fuck wrong Maybe you hit it Oh man, I'm on concern my niggas been texting myself Calling my phone, ask me about this killer shit They ain't really against me out I ain't thrown all that propaganda Rap shit about the real sin Now I'm lyrical all of a sudden Well, last year they claim they ain't understand me I'm bearing this Hope, yeah, hope on graves Another nigga, other nigga name on your chain And they call me a slave Nigga skin of this country ball Don't forbid I catch a body in the studio Trying to calm your soul looking at yeah, don't you don't you don't want to go behind that, right? And it's also one of the things too. Uh, before we move on, when you are actually doing something like, especially using somebody else's beat, actually pay attention to their cadence and shit like that. And when you hear this, you don't hear the peas pop in, you don't hear any of that stuff like that. Like that stuff matters. And Roger brought a good point. When people click, that's gonna be their first and last impression. <clears throat> now. All that being said, you're much better than I was at 19. So I hope you're looking at that constructively, and I hope right. you're not. I hope no. it's not. I hope. I hope none of that was insulting to you or whatever. Because uh, you yeah. got, like I said, it was actually you know pretty cool song. I think you got mm-hmm. talent and a um, whole lot better than me because I know I can't rap. Right, but I'm just giving you. I'm just giving you the real dog. I would you know if you make beats, put your own rap over your own beats. That makes a um, difference. It, it helps you know you can tailor it to your style like but yeah you definitely don't want to be like i'm gonna hop on the uh <laughs> i'm gonna hop on the renegade track like every rapper did in the night in the 2000s mm-hmm. and it's like yeah but you're not gonna rip it better than eminem so why hop on it correct like only thing i'm here only thing that make me want to do is go, go play eminem which most people do is that they'll stop your shit and go listen to eminem all right regarding show 1077 from queer girl she says hi rod and miss karen regarding tay diggs really really negro your chocolate ass don't know your own history read your history like you said rye we african-americans ain't never had issue with a, with a black person's ethnic makeup african-americans are inclusive for example you only have one drop of black in you and the white supremacists want to lynch you us black folks will try and protect you by any means necessary because all black lives matter to us yeah you know that's the other thing about what he said that was a little bit like i see why people got mad is because he had this idea almost like this default of my son can't be just black right like if that's all he's gonna be you know then what's what does he really worth yeah like he has to claim everything and it's like well nigga we claim everything we don't we we might say you black, but we don't tell you that the rest of your heritage don't matter. Yeah, not to get all hotep on you, but black is the color that is made by including all colors, brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fight the power. Look that up. Um. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, my mom is Mexican, my dad is black, so I call myself Blacksican for fun, but understand that I'm black. I'm proud that I'm black and that I have my roots in many ethnic groups. Yeah, and I and that's the thing. It's not like if you told somebody like, "Yeah, I'm black and Mexican," people going to be like, "Oh, well, I'm sorry. I just been treating you like black." I shit, my bad. I <laughs> can I see your papers? You know what I mean? Like it's no it's not like black people then go, "Oh, you're black and Mexican. Well, now you're not black." It's like, "No, you're just black and Mexican." Like, we get it. We're not stupid not taking away your we're not gonna see your mexican mom and be like what the fuck 
you know what i'm saying like it's just right. like people he was acting like people are so like ridiculous like what right and they're not smart enough and intelligent and this one thing with black people going negro get the fuck and i and i think that's where a lot of the backlash come from because i was like we're not dumb and we're not stupid and we're inclusive the problem is that <clears throat> it's society in general when it comes to it white people i'm able to be white and italian i'm able to be white and japanese or white and whatever and i'm like <clears throat> um uh, but when people look at me they consider me if if i'm of the caucasian persuasion i'm considered white mm-hmm. um and they go on to say queer girl goes on to say uh i've never seen a white person have an identity crisis about being say irish slash welsh american right. and then be steadily worried that people will call them white instead of mixed mm, that's the truth that is true mixed mulatto quadroon white folks had list and list of labels for all variations of black ethnicity you also had the freedom to ignore society's label which i totally understand just don't get it twisted all these labels are rooted in white supremacy and affect every black person's life in america right what tay tay should do is <laughs> tay tay should call his son white then he can accurately blame black people for asking what the fuck and run into the warm and safe embrace of non-blackness in america love the show queer girl 916 thank you and yeah that is um very interesting uh and i think that sums up a lot of how i feel which is it is very weird that he's lumping that onto black people and also yeah if you know if if he wanted to call his son um like mixed that's fine and we don't do that with other uh we we say so-and-so is white and then they're also irish and french you know or whatever italian and this like it's not we don't have this qualifier for any other race Mm -mm. so why would we need it for black people specifically uh let's see watch power of buying black patty labelle made 2.3 million in pie sales what's going on tbgwt family my name travis love the show that you put out every day especially the episodes with patty labelle pie episode thanks to care for demanding you play that shit on youtube so when i heard about the pie i went to walmart i grabbed the last one i put the pie on my shopping cart as soon as i move away from it my cart for my cart some bitch tried to grab my pie i asked her do you have does she have a problem she said oh i'm sorry is this your shopping cart i look at her like she was crazy to me the pie is not all that i tasted the one at Publix. their pie tastes better than that i'm upset at patty i seen her on tmz saying that her pie dessert is all her doing i was surprised she said that check out the news clip of how many pies she sold love the show i was spreading the word about your show peace out first of all i've been hearing that the savagery taking place over these pies i've been off the chain yeah going this on cart is this your cart man she just you just caught her that's what right, happened cause you'd have turned around your pie would have been gold she was about to fleece you of them patty pies she's about to be at home talking about patty mm, patty <laughs> oh wait out the grocery store she about to bedazzle her hat and get the fuck out of there <laughs> yeah she was abscond with your pie man that's fucked up so what is this buying power of black oh boys Watkins. Uh, i don't know if i want to play this <laughs> <laughs> who's the boss oh have we played this stuff boys Watkins is so hotel hotel he's off he's he's a dude that talks shit about melissa harris perry he's also the guy who talks shit about tyler the creator uh commercial from sprite when he was completely wrong like he he's a low information hothead that goes off on these tangents about blackness and be wrong as fuck so i'm not playing shit but uh yeah she yeah. so i heard she was selling the pie a second and shit so good for her but yeah. then she she said that uh 
he ain't have nothing to do with her selling the pies and they was already selling before that put like this the thing about it i didn't see a goddamn commercial and still have not seen a fucking commercial on any national television local international have not seen the commercial for these fucking patty pies the only commercial i seen was this goddamn youtube and i right. know i'm not the it's only got one. like 12 million views i know i'm not the only one so bitch what are you talking about people weren't killing for patty pies before this stop patty they wasn't selling dog what's funny to me is look i don't care okay me I, I don't care if patty because people keep going patty need to break him off some money i don't know if it's patty i don't know how the money's broken up but somebody need to give him some money right now this is one of the reasons you don't do shit for free but ain't that the truth maybe you need to put a commercial before your shit i don't know what i'm saying though is if someone's gonna someone need to break the brother out some money because it's obvious pie sales went through the roof right because if somebody go back with like, well, this is how many pies sold before and this is how many pies selling now and they all your sales went up after this commercial you you because you because basically before that there was no commercial right because most people didn't know what the fuck a patty pie was mm. yep that's it for today guys we'll be back tomorrow at 10 a.m um you know and we'll be eating patty pies and on the air ah! and, and singing songs um might give me some uh aretha franklin apple pie and i uh, would we'll do that ah! um but uh yeah we'll be back and like i said probably be a short week because of thanksgiving uh although we're not taking two weeks off to move across the country you know what i'm saying (laughs) (coughs) also i do want to say this before we leave a tremendous shout out to our listeners Mm -hmm. um and especially those of y'all that listen to twib as well but Mm -hmm. um aaron ran freeman is moving across the country and i aaron's a uh i don't want to say proud that's probably not the right word but you know he's a man's man like every other everybody else and he don't you know he's an independent black man and he don't need no help he can do bad all by himself and i agree with that but you know him and his girlfriend had a little little gofundme they started mm-hmm. uh because he's moving across the country, country and uh they needed to get to a certain amount for you know the trip and you know um you know he, he typically doesn't ask anybody for anything mm-hmm. which is which is crazy to me because of how much shit he does over there at twib i mean what's twib without aaron really true and um you know i saw that the fundraiser had started a couple days ago and so i posted like i want to say maybe yesterday or the day before i I posted it in the in our group okay i posted in our group okay and i wrote like you know how stand-up aaron is man he's just one of those like when you talk about having a friend mm-hmm. you talk about loyalty he's a friend indeed. you talk about like all the shit that exemplifies you know what a good person right is um uh, aaron is all that shit yeah he's a man of few words but it's one of the things like but when he does speak you go oh okay yeah well i mean and you know aaron like i g chat with aaron xbox friends you know we play xbox together and kicking and stuff i mean just like a legitimately good person he like is. you know so um i put it in the group and then i and then and and then one day that went from like whatever it was to like right like a like i want to say it was three thousand was the goal it went from like say 1400 to 2600 then then today i put it on my page because i was like yo let me say it here too because i actually have more friends now and shit and i was like in case you missed it like yo this like we almost there 
and i did that while i was playing basketball by the time i was done playing basketball he had the the, the goal and i just wanted to Wonderful. shout out everybody and say thank you thank you because um the group is so generous you know mm-hmm. um to support the people that that support you man because how many people heard about us through twib how many right I, you know i listen to twib how many mm-hmm. people would have um you know never heard of this show if not for aaron Rand freeman right. you know what i mean so you know i feel like the show does owe him a debt and you know the 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 facebook group and all those people man just thank you so much all the fans of the show yeah people you know shared and told everybody we thank you yeah man that that was real cool man because you know um i understand people are always getting at people's pockets and shit and people you know everybody has a good cause and everyone's Mm -hmm. going through hardships and shit so uh you know but you know the air that the Aaron thing was uh was re- was really big of everybody to do that you know so all right man <clears throat> uh we'll talk to y'all tomorrow till then love you i love you too Mwah.